welcome to my podcast and welcome back to those who have been listening. This is the Not That Pauly D Show. It's a debated name by my girlfriend. She doesn't like it, but she'll have to deal with it. So, uh, comedy podcast uh, on the website that hosts my podcast. I peaked at the number 19 comedy podcast and I had a little bit of a hiatus. I did an episode under a week ago and I have plummeted. Apparently, the demand that having a uh, podcast in the top 25, to keep it there, I need to keep making episodes. But I enjoy this and I want to do that, so here I am. Episode number three. Uh, I do want to take a quick second and uh, thank a couple of people. Uh, last episode I talked about the 47 cent donation I got and I, I missed the plug that I needed to give. So that plug was for another podcast and it's sassybrunette.com. And then I had another donation since and I got a nice donation from a friend, Chris, so I wanted to thank him and he sent me a note telling me to go buy a coffee and a bagel with butter. If you heard the first episode, you'll know what he's talking about. If not, go back and check it out. It's a good one. So a lot's been going on in the world. A lot's been going on recently, especially with politics. And I've been thinking about talking about politics on my podcast. But at the same time, I've been thinking about this podcast as maybe like a first date or maybe an opportunity to meet someone that you've not met before. And you want to be careful not to offend. And I'm in that boat, right? I want to make sure that I have a lot of listeners. And I think the two things they always tell you to talk, not talk about are politics and religion. And I tend to agree with that. But at the same time, uh, lots of debates. The election is only a couple of weeks away. And I, I did just want to do a quick little, quick little minute on politics. And I've been watching the debates. I'm, I'm an uh, undecided voter, I suppose, still at this point. I'm probably leaning in one way. But for the sake of not offending or driving away audience, I won't tell you which way. But I just got to say that the town hall debate, I was excited for it because I thought it was a cool idea to have you know, undecided voters ask questions of the candidates and they got to answer them. And uh, you know, as I understood, these questions were vetted and they were randomly selected by Gallup. And it was shocking how bad the questions were. It really was, was shocking. And uh, you know, the first question kicked off with... Uh, this year's uh, the plumber guy, Joe the plumber or whatever his name was, and the kid's name was Jeremy, and he asked a question about his his education loans, and his parents are concerned that he's not going to have a job because everyone's telling him the economy is in the dumps and it's tough to get a job right out of college, which, you know, we've all heard that. And it was funny because then Romney asked him what his major was, and it was art. So, uh, you know, I know at least a few listeners of mine that are family that have similar uh, majors, and we've always told them to get a backup plan, so I found that funny myself. But, you know, the question just got worse and worse and worse, and I think it all culminated with the last guy who asked a question, uh, I forget his name, Michael something, and he said to Obama that he voted for him in the last election, but since he's lost confidence in him, and his question was something to the effect of, tell me why I should vote for you because my stuff is still expensive. And that was it. His stuff is still expensive. So uh, apparently, I missed it, but apparently in the last campaign, Obama promised that things would be less expensive, and he hasn't followed through because Michael's stuff is still expensive. Yeah. I, I was discussing the debate and politics a little bit with a coworker, and he had told me that he read something that he found kind of funny, and I actually thought it was pretty funny myself, too. And 
he had said, and this is a little bit off the wall, so bear with me, but he had said that imagine an alien came down to the planet and they landed the day of the debate. And they landed in the debate hall and, you know, they're right there in Long Island and what a terrible place for an alien to land. But anyway, in Long Island at the debate and they see the debate going on and they see the two candidates arguing about pensions and all of the other ridiculous things that they argued about last week. And that alien says, is this how you choose your leader? I'm out of here. And I thought that was kind of funny because it, it is pretty ridiculous from the outside looking in that these two grown men just get up and argue. And I think that the presidential debate w- was pretty civil, whereas the vice presidential debate I thought was, was uh, infantile at best, you know, with the laughing and all the, the back and forth nature that there was. But uh, it really is pretty bizarre how we go through this. And it's bizarre how it's how it's gotten to this, I guess. It is a little bit broken in my eyes in, in a couple of different areas, and not just in the debate and the selection process, but I think that there's a lot of things that we could work to get better at. But at the same time, I was talking to another coworker. Uh, you know, he'd mentioned, but isn't it nice that, you know, Romney can get up there and just call out Obama? He can stand in front of the world and tell the president what he didn't do well or what he thinks he didn't do well with no, con- with no consequence. And you know, I, I really appreciate that too. I think that that is nice. It's it's a part of living in this country that we live in, and you can say whatever you want. And I'm not going to, as not to offend. But if I chose to, I could lambast Obama on my podcast. Granted, not all that highly listened to yet, but still, if I wanted to, I could with no consequence. So it is nice. It's it's just been interesting, and you know, obviously, the world and myself now paying a little bit closer attention to politics. Uh, now that it's that time of year, I guess. But it's interesting. Um, I guess I'm anxious to see what happens on November 6th, but uh, we'll see. Who knows? If, in my opinion, nothing's going to change anyway. So, uh, you know, at the same time, I, I, uh, I was at lunch, actually, when I had that conversation with, with one of my coworkers. And we, uh, you know, I, I work on South Beach, and uh, I was sitting at lunch. And if you've ever been to South Beach, it's a, it's a really great area. Great weather, and all the restaurants have outdoor seating, or at least most of the restaurants, and there's great people watching. It's some of the best, and anytime uh, you know, I have visitors or friends in town, it's a highlight of the trip is just to go to South Beach, somewhere on South Beach, and, and, and sit and, and just watch people. You, you could be on the beach, you could be just walking around, wherever it is. So anyway, we're out to lunch, and you know, nothing unusual. And all of a sudden, all of the girls that were around us started freaking out. And I mean totally going nuts like the Beatles were in town, you know, 40 years ago. Uh, And started running to the windows, and we were sitting inside, and they started running to the windows, and other people that were outside got up off of their tables, and they were running to the corner, and and all of a sudden a camera crew appeared, and Kourtney Kardashian was standing there. Now, to me, that's not terribly exciting at all. Uh, However, to these girls, it was very, very exciting. And, you know, I texted my girlfriend, and she was upset that I didn't take a picture of her. I don't know. We could just Google a picture of her, and I could show her what she looks like. Not like we watch her on TV or anything incessantly. Uh, That TV show is just them texting for an hour, but that's, again, my opinion. Uh, But they went nuts. They absolutely lost their minds. And I was thinking about myself, and if there's someone maybe that I could see myself reacting in that way. I just don't know. I don't know that there's anybody that would walk past me. And I would have to chase them down the street or, 
you know, run up against a window and start taking pictures of them. It's just weird. And I feel, I felt really bad for her, actually. Uh, you know, I know. Listen, I get it. She's a, a multi-multi-millionaire, and it's a business, and it's part of the territory. But she definitely looked into the restaurant where we were sitting and looked at these girls that were taking pictures of them and, and just... You could tell it was annoying her. You could tell she, she just wanted to walk down the street. That's all she was trying to do. Now, again, I know. It's part of the business. I get it. But that, that's got to be tough. It really does have to be tough. But it was, it was funny to see the immediate reaction. As soon as they saw this person, this one girl was freaking out. Oh, my God, it's Courtney. It's Courtney. It's Courtney. And she's tweeting and she's taking pictures. And it was a big deal. Uh, not that big of a deal for me. But... I guess that's also what happens in South Beach and, you know, working in, uh, in that type of area, living in that type of area, really. We were on the beach today, actually, my girlfriend and I, and nice day. It's October 20th. It was 86 degrees and sunny on the beach, and I know that's uh, shocking for some of you, but it was, it was great. It was really nice, actually, and we sat out and, you know, just n- nice day at the beach, read some books, listened to some music, actually listened to another podcast, and... Uh, you know, nothing out of the un- unusual, but there was one thing that kind of caught my eye, and it happens all the time at the beach, and especially now that I've lived near a beach for two years, I've gone to the beach a lot, it's something that I see constantly, and I just don't understand why people do it. So the beach is typically crowded, and people are drinking beer and eating lunch, and it's, it's, a, it's a nice day, you spend the whole day, you just sit there and eat, and you can drink beer, water, whatever it is, but people always feel the need to throw their crumbs or their leftovers or even they'll bring food to throw at the birds I don't get it they know what happens everybody knows what happens when you give food to birds more birds show up and they don't go away birds are disgusting they're disgusting they're like rats with wings especially seagulls or whatever they are they're pigeons and all sorts of awful birds that I don't want near me uh, you know what could happen if a bird flies over you. I don't want that either. That's happened too. And it's just, don't feed the birds. There's a place to feed birds. It's called the zoo, not the beach, right? You want to go see birds? I'm sure there are birds at the zoo. There are plenty of zoos in Miami. Go feed the birds at the zoo. Or go to a pond somewhere and feed the birds. Feed the ducks. Don't feed the birds at the beach. There's too many people that are too close together. It's hot. It is food around. You don't want birds It's like inviting bugs. That's what it would be like. It would be like if you were at someone's apartment and you saw bugs and you started just giving them, you know, sugar or whatever bugs like that would draw them in. Why would you invite those types of animals to you? It's disgusting. I hate it. It's the worst. So that, of course, happened. And I have to assume it's tourists who don't come to the beach frequently. And that's just what they do. They come to the beach to to mess with me. But... It's weird living in an area that's a vacation spot because it's something I just see constantly, 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 constantly. Other than that, the beach was nice. It was a nice, nice temperature of the water. It was a little cool. Um, and one of the coolest things about going to the beach now uh, is this girl that started working with, uh, with us uh, maybe a year ago now at this point. Nice, nice girl. She had recommended to me this awesome product. One of the, uh, one of the, I guess, first world problems, as Twitter would call it, that I have when I go to the beach is whenever you bring those water bottles, you know, those plastic ones or the metal ones or whatever, your, your water immediately, you know, if you have ice inside, it melts or your, your water gets hot and 
the bottle sweats and then sand sticks to it, and it's just not pleasant. Sand isn't pleasant either, but going to the beaches. But anyway, so there's this great product, and I'm going to plug it. I, I'm not getting anything from this. I, I Googled to see if I could, and I couldn't. But um, Hydroflask, I think it's just hydroflask.com, is this really cool water bottle, and it's aluminum, and it's, you know, it's got some sort of coated texture to the outside, and it keeps cold beverages cold for 24 hours. And I've tested it. Now, I've tested it. My girlfriend's tested it. Um, this girl, when she started working with us, she told a lot of people about it, and it's kind of become a phenomenon uh, where I work, and everybody buys one now, and it's awesome. It's the best, and it's, it's a little bit more expensive than the traditional ones, but it really is great, so check it out. Uh, well, I'm plugging just real quick. Uh, NotThatPolyD.com is my website. That's where you can find me. All the links to my Facebook are on there, my Twitter, everything is on there. The, the other piece about that, though, is that if you want to be emailed when I post a new episode, you have to subscribe at notthatpolyd.com. When you subscribe via iTunes, which is great, you can also do that, it won't notify you when there's a new episode. You have to go into iTunes and check. And up until this point, I haven't come up with a regular cadence of when I want to do these episodes. I'm kind of just winging it. So, uh, yeah, you'd have to go ahead and check uh, iTunes. So just notthatpolyd.com and you can click subscribe. Uh, also, if you'd like to join the ranks of my friend Chris and, and the sassybrunette.com, uh, you can donate to the show. Just help support the show. That would be much appreciated. There's a, a link right on the right to donate with PayPal. So I would appreciate that. Thank you. You know, I love this time of year. Uh, like I said, October 20th, and down here it is, there's no seasons. There's no seasons in Miami. I've been living here for two years, and there's just no seasons. It's always 80, 85, and there's a week in December, January, where it gets into the 60s, and then that's it, and it's done. But I've always liked fall, and, you know, I went to school in western New York where the leaves were changing, and it was really popular for people to come up and look, and we don't have that down here. What we do still have, though, is Halloween, right? And we have all of those things, too. And Halloween's also been one of those weird things for me. I'm actually looking at two pumpkins that I carved last weekend with my girlfriend, and we carved them. We were excited. We, we, we live in an apartment, right? So they're not outside, and now they're just sitting there. I don't know where that whole pumpkin thing came from and carving faces into the pumpkins, but yep, we did it, and now I'm staring at them. And we went out and bought costumes, and we won't use them for anything because... Really, where are we going to go with costumes? But we did it. Um, but there's one other thing that comes with this month, and it's it's a it's, it seems to be more and more popular these days. And there's TV shows about it. Uh, there's video games about it. But the trend, it's like a hipster thing now, is zombies. I don't know where this came from. Uh, you know, zombies have been around for a long time in pop culture, and have always been in horror movies, but. Zombies are like this really cool thing now, and like I said, that, that The Walking Dead show, I've never watched it, but it's, it's apparently all the rage. I see it all over Facebook. I guess it premiered the other night. But zombies, it's the big thing. So I wanted to, or I've wanted to run a 5K or half marathon. I'm weird like that. I think it's a stat thing, like I mentioned last time. I just like to have the stats of how fast I can run and so on and so forth. But I've wanted to do a 5K, and uh, I've, I've been trying to get my girlfriend to do it, and there's always Groupons for them. And the other day, one came up, and it was a zombie 5K. So I don't know. I've never heard of this before until I saw the Groupon. But essentially, the idea is it's like one of those mud runs. Those are getting really popular, too. And it's a 5K. And I think that there may be some obstacles, 
But the idea is that there's zombies that are chasing you. It's at the end of October, right? So it's right in line with Halloween, and it's a nice little theme to 5K. But zombies are chasing you. I'm really excited to see how this works out, and I'll definitely uh, talk about it more. But, you know, in the pictures, it looks kind of weird. And, in fact, when I registered, it asked me. I had a choice. I could be a survivor or I could be a zombie. So I guess it's just going to be regular people, too. When I first heard about it, I thought it would be, like, actors, like on those haunted hayrides or haunted houses. But... I don't know, Zombie 5K. So I will be doing that, and Lindsay will be doing that as well. Uh, I suspect I will be dragging her along, uh, but we'll see. Who knows? Uh, So that's next week. October is also a time of year where where my favorite sport starts. NHL. So I'm a big hockey fan. I'm a big New Jersey Devils fan. And unfortunately, there's been a lot of BS going back and forth. And there's been a lockout, if you haven't heard, and unfortunately it's not really getting the press attention that it probably deserves. But I'm convinced the NHL is allergic to success. Because every time they peak, every time they do well, last season was, a, was probably the most popular season for uh, non-regular you know, regular hockey fans. The casual fans, if you will, were definitely tuned in, especially around the playoffs. They were on NBC last year. The Devils made it all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. It was a great year for hockey, in my opinion, even if you don't like the Devils or the Kings. Great year for hockey. This year, lockout. So there's been a lot of negotiations going back and forth, and just yesterday they announced that they've canceled all games up until November 1st. November 1st. So the season was supposed to start October 11th, and Gary Bettman, who is uh, the commissioner of the NHL, is still convinced that they'll be able to come to agreement and they'll be able to play all of the games this season. I think that's not going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen, and that sucks. I really enjoy hockey, and I miss having it around. This is the time of year where hockey comes back. We've got hockey, we've got football, baseball's ending. Baseball's the worst, so that ending is, is great. Uh, basketball's coming back. Not a big basketball fan, but the Heat won last year, so it's really popular in, in the Miami area, but no hockey. Hockey is delayed, at the very least, until November 1st. I don't know if it's going to happen in November, but I hope it does. So, October's wrapping up, November, we've got Thanksgiving and all the other stuff, but the one thing that I really like about November, I'm doing a break on months, aren't I? But that's okay. November is also a new trendy thing. It's uh, Movember, with an M, right? Which means you're supposed to grow a mustache, in November to help support uh, men's health causes, most namely prostate cancer, I think is a big one. And you can update your pictures, and you can take pictures of your mustache, and people can vote on them and like them and all sorts of things. I've also heard it called No Shave November, and a a lot of different uh, organizations kind of are a little bit more lax around November and allow for more uh, off-the-wall facial hair, if they don't traditionally. I, however... I cannot participate in this. I, I am not able to participate. And it has nothing to do with work. It has nothing to do with my girlfriend. It has nothing to do with any sort of rules or decisions that other people are making. It has to do with the fact that I have a bizarre inability to grow any facial hair. And I legitimately mean any facial hair. When I don't shave for, let's say, a week, I just look dirty. It's terrible. I've tried this. Every time I go on vacation, I try it because I'm like, all right, I don't care if I look dirty when I'm on vacation, whatever, I'm not at work. 
Nothing. Nothing. I just looked dirty. If, do you guys remember the movie Napoleon Dynamite? And there was that kid Pedro. And Pedro was... was he got a lot of... Uh, he was popular, I guess, because he was the only kid that could grow a mustache in school. Uh, I am like... I don't know, three to five degrees less than Pedro on a scale of 12, we'll call it. I don't know. That's relatively arbitrary. I know. Uh, yeah. So I can't grow any facial hair. I just look dirty. It's the worst. And I will try again, right? On October 31st, I'll do the clean shave thing. I'll try again. I'll let it go probably about a week or two. That's typically where I have to tap out. But I can't participate in this, and, it, and it's annoying. So I'm thinking maybe this year I'll go out and buy Rogaine. And I'll rub it all over my face. And no, I'm not going to do that. But my girlfriend is sitting behind me, and I wonder what reaction she just had when she heard that. So, uh, Movember can't participate in that, but I'll donate to prostate cancer or something just, uh, just because. So, if you want to make a donation to the show and you want me to donate some of that to prostate cancer for Movember, go ahead, do that. I'll do that too. Yeah. So, I have one more thing I want to talk about. Actually, two things. I lied. And they're both technology-based. And, you know, I've talked a lot about my interest in technology. Even last week, I talked about my interest in statistics. And this week, I bought something. I bought a... It's called a Nike Fuel Band. I'll, I'll try it out for a week or so and let you know how it, how it works. But essentially, it gives me those stats I was looking for. But technology. So I was talking to my girlfriend, and, and she had talked to her grandmother. And we had just a random conversation. And we started... She was talking to her about long-distance... So if you remember the days of, of telephones and, and you have to worry about long distance and there were different things you'd have to do to dial long distance, I think you probably still have to do those today, but it just doesn't cost anything. You can call anywhere in the country, in the U.S., and it's fine, right? There's no long distance. You call California from Maine, you're fine. doesn't matter. But for whatever reason, there's still some sort of limitation with international calls. I don't get this. It doesn't make any sense to me. I really don't even understand how telephones work. I'm sure I could just Google it and figure it out. Uh, but why does an international call cost per minute, whereas a local call or a domestic call, I guess we'll even call it now, does not? I can legitimately call from Florida to California, which is probably about 3,000 miles by air, and I, have to, I don't have to pay anything extra. I'm just a regular call. But if I were to call Mexico, it's like 45 cents a minute or something. I even looked up Canada. If I'm in New York and I call Canada, which could potentially be just several miles, it's 39 cents per minute. Where does that come from? How do they get away with that? There's a lot that uh, carriers get away with with, with uh, texting and everything. You know, They always say that it costs a lot more. Uh, actually, it costs them a lot less to handle the data, but they charge a lot more for it because people aren't making calls anymore. And, but 39 cents a minute to call maybe just a couple of miles doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm going to have to look that up. But if you know the answer, feel free to, to send me a message. Um, you could even send me a voice message on my website. That would be cool. Uh, but the final thing I wanted to talk about was Facebook. I talked about Facebook in my first episode, and I, you know, I mentioned I now have a Facebook page for this podcast, and Facebook is wildly popular. The movie about Facebook, uh, The Social Network, it was called, is probably one of my favorite movies. I really enjoyed that movie. I thought it was great. I thought that kid that played Zuckerberg was great. I can't think of his name right now, that curly-haired kid. You know who he is. 
Uh, Justin Timberlake was good in it. Everyone was really great in the movie, and it was exciting. And It's about technology, so I enjoyed it. I own it. It's one of the few movies that I actually own. But uh, Facebook has been in the news a lot lately. You know, a couple of months ago they went public, and that's just not been going well for them. And just recently, they hit a major milestone. The milestone was that they hit 1 billion active users. That means there's 1 billion people in this world that log into Facebook at least once every month. 1 billion. That's incredible. And it's accelerated. I remember just two years ago when they, mo- when they broke the 500 million mark. So it's, it's growing and it continues to grow. And it's, it's one of those things where it really just does not seem like it's going away. Uh, you know, I remember MySpace, that was popular, and that died, and Twitter's also really popular, but Facebook just seems to be on top, and it does not seem like that's changing anytime soon. So, in celebration of their billionth active user, Facebook put out a ad. They put out a commercial. To my knowledge, it's the first time Facebook's done that. So, you would think a major technology company has tremendous amounts of resources at their fingertips to make a phenomenal ad, a great commercial. I don't know where it's supposed to air. I found it on YouTube. But it is not. It is not phenomenal by any means. It's really bad, actually. I don't know why they put it out. So I'm just going to play a little bit of it for you, and uh, you can see what I mean. chairs. Chairs are made so that people can sit down and take a break. Anyone can sit on a chair, and if the chair is large enough, they can sit down together and tell jokes or make up stories or just listen. Chairs are for people, and that is why chairs are like Facebook. So that's only the first 30 seconds of the ad. The ad actually goes on for another minute or so. And we'll get there, don't worry. But chairs. Chairs is their big, their big idea. That Facebook is like chairs. Because people use chairs. And people can sit in chairs together and share things. Now, there is a visual aspect of this ad that I obviously can't share with you through this medium. But you can look it up on YouTube. Just search Facebook commercial. It doesn't make it any better. They could have chosen anything. I don't know why they chose chairs, and I'm not sure it really makes all that much sense. But I, I, at the same time, I'm okay. I'm okay with the idea of chairs. I really am. And the only reason I'm okay with the idea of chairs is because I've seen the rest of the commercial. I've heard the rest of this ad, and you're about to as well. So after you hear the rest, chairs, and the idea of chairs being like Facebook doesn't seem so bad. So here's the rest of the ad, and uh, let's, let's see uh, what you think about the rest of it. Doorbells, airplanes, bridges. These are things people use to get together so they can open up and connect about ideas and music and other things that people share. So doorbells, airplanes, and bridges. Okay, now that you've heard chairs, and you heard their explanation for chairs, doorbells, airplanes, and bridges. They're things that bring people together. I don't know. I've taken a lot of standardized tests, you know, SAT and all of that. 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to brag for a second. I'm actually a member of Mensa. And that required a test, a standardized test, and it was a lot of this type of stuff, right? Show me a picture of three different items, and I had to figure out how they were related. So if I saw doorbells, airplanes, and bridges, I'm not sure I would have come up with things that bring people together. And I definitely would not have come up with Facebook. That's, uh, that's just me. I'm not the uh, ad, ad, uh, excuse me, ad company, but it gets better. So let's continue. Dance floors, basketball, a great nation. A great nation is something people build so they can have a place where they belong. All right, so chairs. We got the explanation, and I'm getting more and more comfortable with it. Doorbells, airplanes, bridges. Not sure I'm sold on that one yet, but at least they told us it bring, those are three things that bring people together. Then they jump to the, the three best, I think, so far. And I'll, just in case, I'll remind you. Dance floor, basketball, a great nation. They didn't explain dance floor. They didn't explain basketball. But they did tell us a great nation is something people build so they can have a place where they belong. I don't know. Uh, this is a weird one for me. Now, if you saw the commercial, the a great nation part is this generic crowd in a generic town square waving generic flags because it's such a great nation. And then it's an immediate cut to people climbing a tree because that's what you do in a great nation. And because a great nation brings or has, is a place where people belong and you climb trees, you should use Facebook. Now, if you don't understand that, I think you just, you know, it's a little bit above you. I think that's the problem. And maybe I fall into that group as well. But it gets better. And this is the last one, I swear. It does get better. They have a final analogy they would like to make to compare something to Facebook. And let's listen. The universe. It is vast and dark and makes us wonder if we are alone. So maybe the reason we make all of these things is to remind ourselves that we are not. That's right, folks. Facebook is like the universe. Specifically because it is vast and dark. And there may be people out there we don't know about. So maybe that's why we make these things. I can tell you that the reason I post on Facebook is not because I think there are aliens that today, or maybe someday, will enjoy the content that I am sharing. That was probably one of the worst put-together ads I've ever seen, or in this format, heard. And I am disappointed by Facebook. Chairs, doorbells, airplanes, bridges, dance floor, basketball, a great nation, and the universe. If ever you are taking a standardized test and you see those or any combination thereof, remember, the answer is Facebook. That's all I've got for you this time. I'm sure I'll have a new episode sooner than I did this time around. 
because I need to stay high up in the ranks as I appreciate the statistics. Please remember to subscribe both on iTunes and at notthatpaulaed.com to make sure you get an email notification when I publish a new episode. You can leave me a voice message there. There's a little blue button that you can click, send a voice message, and through that I'll, I'll play it on the air and we can talk about it. You can ask me a question. Or if you want, you can even call me. And I'm going to give my number out over the air right now. And that number is 708-8-PAULIE-D. It's uh, 708-872-8593. Leave me a voice message. That's it for this time, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and I will talk to you next time.